What is going on, guys? You're listening to today's episode of the Hamilton Trained Podcast. If you're new here, I'm Jared Hamilton, your host. Thank you very much for getting on here. So I want to talk today about the top nine fitness myths that way too many people still believe, okay? Because all these things is not like it, it, it blows me away how many people still think this stuff is true. And a lot of these completely stops people from progressing in their fat loss goals. A lot of people will literally hate the process and eventually quit because they're following, to be honest, some bullshit guidelines that aren't even accurate or relevant. So let's dive right in. Number one, eating late at night makes you fat. Okay, here's the thing. Let's talk about that. You don't have like a magic uh, enzyme that, you know, says, oh, it's six o'clock. I'm clocking out and I'm not going to burn any more calories the rest of the day. Understand this. It does not matter how late you stop eating at all. That, that's not, not what affects your, your body storing stuff as fat. It's your total calories that matter. If you're in a calorie deficit by the end of the day, you will not store fat. It's not going to happen. So when you're doing all this stuff, you know, eat, eat as late as you want. I know too many people that, you know, I myself am one of the people that love to eat late at night. Oh, I, I eat a lot of my calories, actually. I actually save quite a bit of my calories for the end of the day. It actually helps your fuel for the next day. You know, if you have a great big meal that night before you go to bed, that's chances are what you're going to be running on the next day. So don't feel like eating late at night or eating carbs late at night or whatever stores fat. That's not even remotely accurate. That's literally like saying, you know, spending money right before the bank account cl- or your bank closes. It's operating hours doesn't get deposited. It, 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 it doesn't make any sense. So trust me, eating late at night doesn't make you fat. Eating too many calories is what makes you fat. The, the timing of it is completely irrelevant. Honestly, how I think the whole not eating late at night thing ca- came up is somebody who ate, you know, they go home and they get ready for bed and they eat like a pint of ice cream, you know, a good 800 to 1200 calories worth of ice cream and dinner. They quit eating that and then they lost weight. So like, oh, well, I quit eating late at night and I lost all sorts of weight. Not that eating late at night did that. It's the calorie deficit did that. You could have made that same indention anywhere else and you'd lose weight. The timing of it is irrelevant. So uh, number two, you have to be sore. Otherwise, your workout was wasted. Um, That's totally wrong. Two big indicators that way too many people use to measure if a workout was effective or not is muscle soreness and sweating. Too many people think that you have to be sore or sweating like crazy and crawling out of the gym because you're so tired and fatigued and sore that if if because if and if you're not your your workout was wasted that couldn't be further from the truth. Soreness doesn't affect that at all. You can have a perfectly effective workout without being sore. You're just recovering. I can, I can tell you for myself that I've had some like really really kick-ass workouts and I was bet, knew I was going to be sore the next day and I wasn't and I've had half-ass workouts that I was sore the next day. So there's a bunch of factors that contribute to you whether you're being sore or not, neither of which dictates whether your workout was effective or not. Okay, so it's not about the intensity you go at. It's about how consistent you can be with that because it doesn't matter if you're like, because honestly, if you're too sore to come in like the next day or two, I would almost argue that you went too hard. You know, I know people who go so hard on Monday that they can't work out until Friday. Like that's too hard. I would, you know, that's not a good thing. So don't worry about if you're sore or not. Um, number three was the sweating. You don't have, you don't have to sweat to lose weight. You don't have to, to be all sweaty. Some people just don't sweat. I know people who walk into buildings sweating profusely, but then I know people who can be busting their ass 
lifting weights and on a, on a treadmill running their heart out and don't sweat very much. So your sweating has no dictation over whether you are having a good workout or you're working hard enough. People, It's just like the soreness thing. Some people just sweat more than others. Some don't. So stop worrying about whether you're sweating or whether you're sore and just be do what you can be consistent with. Okay. Number four, eating every few hours stokes your metabolism. This one is, it astounds me how many people think this one's a thing. As far as meal timing and meal frequency, there's a, the old myth where you gotta, you know, if you eat four to six times a day, it, it boosts your metabolism. That couldn't be further from the truth. Okay. The other one, it, it literally comes down to calories, whether you're in a deficit or not. Okay. Because if you eat four to six times a day and in a surplus, you're not going to lose any weight. The big thing with with uh, meal, free, meal, meal frequency and how many times a day you're eating really depends on how much you like to eat. I know, I know people, if, you, if you're trying to restrict your calories to lose weight, let's say you're sitting at 1,500, 1,600 calories, and you're trying to eat six times a day, that's really going to be really hard because you're going to be, you, you'll be wanting to eat. It's hard to have, you know, these itty bitty tiny meals versus if you'd rather have three big meals, two big meals that make your calories work and you can have bigger meals, go for it. There's nothing... There's no, nothing backing the whole eating, you know, every few hours or four to six times a day, boost your metabolism. It doesn't work like that. Okay. It all comes down to what the end of the day numbers look like. Some, if you like eating six times a day, go for it. But I see too many people trying to force themselves to eat every few hours and stay in their calorie range. And it's just stupid. It doesn't work. And then it's going to be really hard to actually have sustainable weight loss. So stop worrying if about eating every few hours and eat when you want to eat. If you want to skip breakfast, skip breakfast. If you want to skip dinner, skip dinner. If you like to have all your calories at night, have all your calories at night. It does not matter. This is where too many people try to shove a square peg into a round hole with their fitness and progress in their fat loss stuff. And they try to do this big, like bland thing that doesn't work with their lifestyle. You need, a, this is, you need to take this time to make your diet side, the nutrition side of your stuff, work with your lifestyle, okay? So eat when's convenient for you and in the, how many times a day you want as long as the end of the day numbers add up. Same thing with money. If you have $1,000 in your bank account, it doesn't matter if that's one big transaction or a ton of small ones or a small one, a big one, an even bigger one than another small one. As long as the numbers are good, your bank doesn't care, it's the same thing with your calories and your meal timing, so to speak. Okay. Next, calories don't count if it's healthy. Uh, that's one that astounds me how many people still believe that the fact, the concept that calories don't count as long as it's healthy. Well, let me ask you this if you're one of those that believe that. Saying all ca- your calories don't count as long as they're healthy calories, that's literally like saying, uh, that's like like overdrafting at your bank. If you have a thousand dollars in your bank account and you go spend two thousand dollars and donate it to charity, your bank is still going to be pissed. If you say, "Oh no, it was for a good cause," those those numbers don't count. Your bank's going to look at you like you're like high. It's it's <laughs> it, it it doesn't work like that. All calories count. Every single one. All calories are created equal. Now, don't miss, be misunderstanding uh, that nutrients are different because everyone gets confused. Nutrients. And calories, they act like it's one of the same, one of the same. It couldn't be further from the, they, they couldn't be any different or they couldn't be further apart, so to speak. Calories is just our measuring stick. That's the only real way we measure energy in food is calories. Nutrients is what that food is made up of. That's why I like if people say, oh, Jared, so you're saying that a hundred calories of an apple is the same as a hundred calories of Snickers. 
and so from the calorie side, yes, 100 calories is 100 calories, but the nutritional content of Snickers and apples are totally different. Obviously, the apple has more health benefits, but too many people think that just because something has a lot of health benefits, like some of these, you know, like avocados or nuts or smoothies or these healthy, quote unquote, healthy foods, that doesn't mean they're a calorie free for all and you can eat them like an asshole. That's what too many people do is they say, oh, no, I'm just going to eat my body weight in nuts, dried fruit, avocado, granola, chicken, rice, and potatoes, and uh, healthy oils, and I'm going to put, you know, grass-fed butter and uh, coconut oil in my coffee and, and eat all that shit like an asshole, and you're not going to lose weight. If, you're, if you take in more calories on a consistent basis than what your body burns from healthy food, you will be fat. It's just this, it's literally just math. If you spend more money than what's in your bank account, you're going to be in debt. Like that's, it doesn't matter what you spent it on. So understand that all calories count. All calories count. It doesn't matter whether it's quote unquote healthy food, whatever that means, or unhealthy food. That's like saying that two inches on the wall is different than two inches on the floor. Well, the wall and the floor are two different things, but two inches is still two inches. Okay. Always remember that. Calories are all created the same. That's the only true measuring stick we have. But you, you've got to understand that they, even if it's a healthy calorie, it still counts. There's no free calories that you can just eat like an asshole all you want. Because then the, then the other part of it comes out like, well, what's even considered healthy? Everybody's definition is different. Some people's definition of healthy is low carb. Some people is low sugar. Some is less processed. Some is more nu- nutrients. Some is, um, you know gluten-free some is you know has to have a health sticker on it some it has to come from whole foods like everyone's definition of healthy is different some say it's vegan some say it's organic you know some say it's you know mcdonald's like it's it's one of those things it's a very bland term and everyone's opinion of it is different but regardless calories don't lie if you can't figure out if you're struggling to lose weight and you eat all the healthy foods and you're still not losing weight and then arguing that well, I eat healthy, so the calories don't count. It's your results are what's speaking for, for, your, for you. So all calories matter, even the healthy ones. There's no free calorie. Next on the list, eating breakfast jumpstarts your metabolism. That's another big-ass f- stupid fitness myth. So I, know, I honestly know a lot of people who hate breakfast, and they eat it because they feel like they have to, because it feel, they feel like it jumpstarts their fat loss. Couldn't be further from the truth. The only thing that you need to worry about to lose fat is being a calorie deficit. That's it. Actually, I had a video that pissed a lot of people off I made because um, the video I was talking about, if for people who hate breakfast and love eating at night, my, the, my concept was, hey, why don't you skip your 400-calorie breakfast and have that, those calories late at night for fat and lose fat? And it pissed a lot of people off. But the thing is, that concept works for a lot of people. If you hate eating breakfast but love eating late at night, take those calories for breakfast and have them at night. Literally, it all comes down to the end of your day numbers. Literally, guys, that's it. But too many people are eating breakfast who aren't hungry, who would rather skip breakfast because they feel like they have to because they think it's going to make them burn more fat. It couldn't be further from the truth. So if you like breakfast, eat breakfast. But if you don't like breakfast, don't have breakfast. You know, it's all about the numbers. Next, lifting weights makes you big and bulky. No, the only thing that makes you big and bulky is eating in a calorie surplus, all right? Lifting, uh, especially, usually most of the time, it's women who say that, that, hey, I I don't want to lift weights because I'm afraid I'll look like Arnold or I'll look big and bulky. Well, two things with that. Number one, 
as a woman, your hormonal profile makes it really fucking hard to get big and bulky. You don't have testosterone or nearly like us men do. So it's really hard to get big and bulky as a woman. I even, I had an online coaching client who wanted to get big and bulky. Like she wanted to. And I had this girl strength training like a motherfucker and eating over 3000 calories a day. And we got her to gain about 20 pounds and you still couldn't tell. Like you could tell a little bit, but it wasn't like she didn't instantly look hulked out and steroided up. So, and even for guys, you know, for you guys that are saying, man, I don't want to get big and bulky. I just want to be lean and defined. I'm telling you right now, it is really hard to get big and bulky. Like that's why guys live in the gym for 20 years, eating crazy amounts, uh, and lifting super heavy and lifting, uh, every, you know, five days a week, all this crazy stuff, because that's what it takes to get big and bulky. It's really hard to get big and bulky. So stop worrying about lifting weights. that going to make you big and bulky, especially if you're a woman, especially if you are even a guy that just doesn't want to get that big and you just want to look good. Like I'm telling you, strength training is the best way to do it because it's going to allow your body to burn way more calories 24 seven, 365 at rest in your sleep while you're on the toilet, when you're in the shower, when you're at work, and it's going to show and work and sculpt those muscles that you're going to want to see some definition through. I'm not talking about looking like Arnold or some steroided out Hulk. I'm talking about just looking good naked, looking defined, looking sculpted, looking lean. Because here's the thing. You're not going to lift weights then wake up one morning and go, oh, fuck, I'm just shredded and massive to the gills. No, it's so slow, such a slow process. Even if, even if lifting weights didn't just in and of itself make you big and bulky, it's such a slow process or you could, you know, get to the point you're like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with how I look and you could stop. It's not that easy to get big and bulky and free weights don't do that. Okay. Eating is actually the biggest part that makes you big and bulky eating in a calorie surplus for a very long time. Specifically the last one on my list for the top fitness myths that I hear on a daily basis that that too many people still believe is spot fat removal is a thing. Okay. Too many people believe that they can do tricep extensions and work their triceps and it burns tricep fat. Too many people believe they can do crunches, leg lifts, flutter kicks, and hanging knee raises, and it gets rid of ab fat. Too many people think they can do the adductor machine at the gym and lunges, and it gets rid of leg fat. There's no such thing as spot fat removal. And if you're ever, if you're ever, you know, not believing that, let me ask you this. Can you store where, can you pick where fat stores at? If let's say you start eating in the calorie surplus and you start storing fat, Can you pick where it stores, whether it stores on your chest, on your face, on your forehead, on your thighs, or on your butt? The answer is no. Otherwise, you'd have all these, you know, ladies that don't have big chests and they'd store all their fat in their boobs. And you'd have all these guys that store all their fat in their biceps. Like, that's the thing is you can't pick where fat stores at. So you can't pick where it goes away from when you're dieting. Okay. It's just plain truth. You can do all the ab, the planks, crunches, and hanging knee raises you want, but your ab fat will not go away unless you make a calorie deficit. I had a guy coming to the gym the other day and he, uh, he's like, Hey man, I'm trying to get my stomach lean and get, get my stomach flat and my abs to show, but will doing like squats and lunges help with that very much. Or should I keep the upper body stuff? And I'm like, dude, the only thing that's going to cause that is a calorie deficit. You need to strength train everything to burn the maximum amount of calories and then get your diet in check. That's the thing is I'll see people, they'll, they'll have the, they'll have the heart, what we call the stubborn areas, the st- places where fat just stores more dense at, you know, the low stomach, the love handles, the inner thighs, the triceps, the spots that just take longer to get lean because fat stores there more than other places. They'll see it go from their face and their calves and their forearms. And then they're like, man, I don't know why it's not getting coming off my stomach. 
because it's, it's just the process. We can't pick where, it's, where it leaves you from. But it's a matter of understanding that how you burn any fat anywhere, stomach fat, thigh fat, tricep fat, how you burn any fat is how you burn all fat, calorie deficit, and time. Some places you just got to be more consistent and have more time with. For me, me personally, with my genetics, I'll have abs before my love handles will go away. Literally, like for some reason, my genetics store the love handle fat super easy. Like I will have abs, like I will have a six pack and have love handles still because my love handle area just takes longer to lean up. I can't change it. So I can't, I'm not going to bitch about it. It's, it's one of those things. Some people I've seen guys who will have bicep veins and have a gut that look like they're pregnant, but they'll still have bicep veins. But then I'll see other guys who they only have bicep veins when they're like 2% body fat. It's everybody's genetics are different with where they store fat. You can't change it. So quit bitching about it. But what you can change is if you're in a calorie deficit or not. How you, if you're there, you're not happy with where you look, where fat stores. If you have fat somewhere, calorie deficit and time, and that's it. That's why it's important. If you're just trying to lose fat, strength train everywhere. You know, work out your chest, your back, your arms, your shoulders, your legs, all the workout, spend the majority of your workouts doing these bigger body parts, these bigger areas, these bigger pieces of real estate, you know, and that's, what's going to cause you to burn more calories and build more muscle as a whole, which is going to make you burn more calories 24 seven than eating a mild calorie deficit jump your protein way up and then wait then be consistent with all that shit. And then you'll notice stuff starts to lean out, but understand this. I just made it on my Instagram post today. Even fast fat loss is still slow. When you get all your ducks in a row, things speed up. It does happen quicker, more quick, whatever, but even fast fat loss is still slow, but people try to speed it up way too much and go on a crazy deficit or go crazy hard in the gym, but you can only burn so much fat in a given period of time. You go beyond that, you start burning muscle in the good stuff and you end up slowing down your metabolism and actually, you know, then before you know it, you're eating a thousand calories a day, working out two hours a day, not losing fat. That's a problem. So stop worrying about if, uh, trying to, you know, spot, you know, spot fat reduce or whatever you want to call it. Just get in a calorie deficit, strength train your, to- your whole body and be patient as fuck. So I hope this helped a lot. If you have questions, please let me know if, uh, if, you need help and you aren't quite sure about how to go about all this, reach out to me. I may have a program that'll, that'll be a good fit. So don't be afraid to reach out and ask questions or you know, see what about my programs or anything like that. So otherwise, I will talk to you soon.